Hello and welcome to The World In Her Words, where we inspire black women and women of color to take control of their careers through sharing strategies, advice, and inspirational stories. I'm your host, Aisha Suleiman, and to check out more of our content, sign up to our mailing list, or to say hello, go to our website, theworldinherwords.com. Today's guest is Mary Abesanwa, and she is passionate about the future of financial services and supporting millennials to achieve their full potential. She is a strategy and operations management consultant, currently leading her firm's FinTech Accelerator program. She also co-leads her firm's Multicultural Business Network, which is a large employee resource group with over 1,000 members. Outside of work, she blogs on her blog, A Millennial's Diary, about careers and personal development for millennials. And she also co-runs a female millennial self-development and entrepreneurial community called Now You're Talking. She was selected as McKinsey's Next Generation Women Leader in 2020, and she is number one on Empower and Yahoo Finance's Future Leaders list. So Mary, tell me about the fintech program that you lead. So the reason why I took up this role, firstly, is because I'm really passionate about fintech, so financial technology and how technology is being used to democratize access to financial services products. Overall, I've always felt that the financial services industry has been quite opaque and intentionally so. And I think technology in so many ways is demystifying and democratizing who has access to financial services products. So I just really wanted to be at the heart of that. And this was a great opportunity that I was kind of offered and was keen to take. So in terms of the FinTech program that we run, it's an annual program where we pick 10 to 12 FinTech startups from around the world to join us, to join our cohort. And I guess the kind of specifications that we look for, they're kind of at the growth stage. So they're post like MVP, revenue generating, probably have a few clients already. And they're all kind of B2B fintechs that have enterprise solutions to sell to financial services institutions. So the reason we're involved in this is probably twofold. Firstly, one, to increase our brand in the fintech space and secondly to find interesting innovative b2b fintechs that we can introduce our corporate clients to with the idea that at the end of this program we both know each other's management teams really well understand the kind of the startups use cases as well so that we can eventually kind of form some kind of joint business relationship so it's a really exciting program get to meet and chat to fintech founders all day which is really really good and yeah i Outside of work as well, inside of work, I'm always running and building communities. So I get to utilize my strengths in that area as well. But I guess kind of the startups we look at are B2B or B2B2C fintechs based in the UK or based all around the world with a keen ambition to expand into the UK in the short to medium term. They're kind of late seed series A um, all the way to kind of maybe series B, series C. Revenue generating, as I mentioned, and kind of having that validated products already. That's perfect. And you, you know what, Mary, I think that role is perfect for you because like Thank one you. of our first conversations, you were talking about fintech and how passionate you are about it. So I think you're the perfect woman for the job. Thank you. And speaking of your passions, tell me a little bit about now you're talking because I was doing some digging on you before we caught up today and, and I saw that that's something that you're leading. So tell us a little bit about that. Sure thing. So the Now You're Talking Network is a community I've been running for just over three years. I say it's the kind of go-to place for female millennials to level up personally and professionally. The network really didn't start off in a pretty grand way. When I came back to London to start working, I started going to events, particularly around kind of financial services or technology after work. And I just was going to all these events and I realized like I was usually the only, firstly black woman, but 
usually just the only young woman generally and I was just like this is really strange like where are all the female millennials that might be interested in like technology or financial services and I started to have the conversation with a couple of friends and they were like just feel like those spaces aren't really for us and like what would I have to contribute at those kind of events and I thought that's really sad like we should still have a space to kind of grow and learn together so I basically created a whatsapp group added 50 of my friends that I knew worked in and around the city and was like hey guys we're just going to share events and articles and resources and they were like what the hell is this spam like why are we doing this now that's grown into like formal whatsapp groups with like roughly 250 people in them each and yeah it's just a real communities of kind of women in technology female founders and female side hustlers women looking for jobs and events women who have started companies together women who yeah literally found job opportunities for each other and now we have community of over 700 women mainly based in the UK but some members all around the world and for me that's just so exciting like it was something that I was more painful to see that didn't exist than me really thinking I wanted to start something kind of radical so yeah absolutely love it absolutely love um, meeting new people um, and providing a safe space for us to have conversations destigmatizing talking about careers and just leveling up generally um, so we run regular online workshops and events and just really engage with people around that how do you get your first promotion salary negotiation all the things that people love to talk about behind closed doors yeah we're willing to have a chat about that's amazing and i think it's really cool that you've been able to grow that to 700 women that's massive and you're so right i feel like you know, having those discussions is really important, especially, you know, getting a promotion, you know, salary negotiation, because, yeah, there is still a lot of hush-hush around that and, you know, not really talking yes. about that. So it's so cool that you've created that space. Thank you. That's great. And speaking of that, you have an excellent online profile, by the way. So I was looking at your LinkedIn uh, just before we caught up. And I really like your LinkedIn background photo, by the way. Thank you. But I think you have a great online profile. So I think in your opinion, you know, what is a personal brand and why is that important? Because I feel like you have a really strong personal brand. Thank you so much, Aisha. So I think for me, personal branding I try not overcomplicate it I think now people are using all this kind of terminology and stuff I would just say it's what would someone say about you when you're not in the room how would they not physically or your appearance but how would they describe you what words would they use and I think that is your personal brand essentially I guess you could extrapolate that for an online presence and say literally what is on Google when you search your name but I think that's really what personal branding is about it's about what impression what perception are you giving people do they know what you're interested in do they know where you work where you want to work those kind of things so personally I think a personal brand is absolutely imperative it's a really great way to give people an idea of who you are and what you believe in I am strongly of the opinion whether you think you have one or you don't you do yeah you you can either curate what people will perceive you to be or you can either leave it to chance and I'd rather not leave that to chance. I'd rather just tell people all the good work and all the things that I'm doing so that they don't have to second guess. And I always say people tend to believe you when you share what you do. Like people will just take that as a given. So even if you aren't where you want to be now, if you say I'm an aspiring, I don't know, investment banker, people will just remember that. Like generally people want to support you, want to help you want to connect you to others so why not help them do that rather than just say actually 
one day when I make it and I'm CEO 15 years later, I will start to build a personal brand. It's way more powerful to tell people on the journey. Absolutely. Absolutely. I agree with that, especially your point about making it easy for them as well. I remember someone said, you know, with your personal brand, you want people to be able to put you into a neat little box and hand it over to someone else when they need to. So if Mm. they're looking for someone who let's say, I don't know, bakes cakes and also blogs about fintech, you know, then you can say, hey, you know, if you're looking for someone who bakes cakes and knows a lot about fintech, Aisha's your girl. So yeah, excellent point there about making it easy. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. What would you say then are some of the advantages of having a personal brand? Great question. I think that firstly, just building your network, not only in your organization, but outside of it. I think it comes back to what you literally just mentioned. How are you making it easy for people to be like, they how will they remember what you're associated with and what you do make it easy for them don't make it hard don't make them have to google your name have to search you on the company i don't know search portal make it easy for them to have seen you a couple of times i also think in terms of personal branding linkedin is really great i mean i'm not even being paid by them say that but (laughs) like a lot of people are on linkedin the reach is actually really high you can post something and not only does it appear on your timeline but it appears on the timeline of the person who liked that post as well so within a day on LinkedIn you can easily reach 10,000 people which actually on other social media platforms is actually quite hard to do if you don't have a large following yeah it's really important to do that what really drove me to care a lot about personal branding is coming across the methodology the pie methodology by Harvey Coleman which is basically a book and it just talks about the importance of personal branding and the pie methodology is the idea that for career success you need three things performance image and exposure performance accounts for 10% of your career success image is 30% and exposure is actually 60% and I think that especially as women or ethnic minorities we're often thinking that one day we're just gonna we're just gonna keep working hard and someone's gonna tap us on the shoulder one day and say oh you've been working so hard here's that promotion but actually if you're actually trying to get that promotion you need to spend half of your time campaigning and telling people you want it because there's some people out there that don't want promotions and if you don't tell people you want it they're gonna think that you don't want it so I think that when I came across that methodology I just found it so powerful and that actually we've all got that a bit skewed sometimes. We're thinking our work will speak for itself. But if you look around you in your workplace, actually performance is pretty given. Like everyone works hard, like and what. Actually, it's about working hard, vocalizing that you're working hard, showcasing the work you're doing, shouting about it, telling people so they know, remembering your name, knowing what to associate you with so that you can get your next opportunity. And I think overall, like I work in a consulting firm, like a lot of those things starts to come quite naturally. But when I talk to my friends that that work at other organisations, that kind of awareness raising internally and externally about what you do is actually quite hard. And a lot of people think it's not a priority. I think for me, the pie methodology just shows it's just absolutely paramount. It's not optional. You have to do it. Yeah. Yeah. So you have to recognise that your performance is given, that your image is all about how people perceive you and what you do and what what words resonate with about what you do. And then your exposure is spending time actually showcasing what you're about and sharing things on LinkedIn and engaging with other people's content it's just very very important yeah so for me for example I, I totally agree with what you said when I would think about sharing what I'm doing and like promoting that I always thought oh it's it's like I'm bragging and you know of course my work should yeah. just speak for itself like why should I have to tell people what I'm doing but someone said something to me and I and I think it stuck with me she said you know when you're sharing your achievements don't look at it as bragging think of it as you're sharing something that could actually help someone else because yes. they can take ideas from it they can take inspiration from 
from it and it's something that it can say oh you know what actually i'm gonna go implement this because she shared it but if you've done something amazing and you haven't shared it then people can't learn from you and i think when i started seeing it as oh actually i'm sharing it to sort of help people learn then it got a lot easier yes i love that kind of distancing yourself from it yeah i think a lot of people have that they feel like is this arrogant is this bragging actually no it's recognizing that the achievement in itself has value and you would want other people to talk about it if they had done it as well and then in terms of you know where you promote your brand you know we've talked about linkedin and your point about having getting that exposure and the views compared to the other social networks is so true the other thing is i also feel like with linkedin you know you can get some really really you know senior people leaders you know looking at the platform as well so I think LinkedIn is a really good one to promote your brand on I completely agree and I think I always say on like social media social media has actually changed the game of how we network like before networking was actually quite a privileged game like you had to get your business card go to all these events meet people now actually it's quite democratized like everyone has the same space on the LinkedIn page everyone has the same number of characters on Twitter so who is actually good stands out regardless of grade so so I think that's what I'm really excited about. Like now it's not just about the most senior person all the time. It's actually that intern in your company can be important on social media because they're sharing what is important to them. So I think that's also exciting as well. And where else do you think that people can promote their personal brand online aside from LinkedIn? Firstly, one area that I've seen massive benefit of promoting my personal brand is having a personal website. Yeah. So I created a personal website probably about just over a year ago. And for me, it was more about gratitude and reflection. And actually, I took two weeks of annual leave to just document everything I wanted to be on there and create it. And it was just such a reflective process to be like, oh, these are the awards that I've won. Oh, this is how my journey is planning out so far. And actually, just really a great way to be grateful for everything that I've achieved. But actually, now that I've published it I get loads of messages a week from students from people who want me to speak at events and it's just a depository of stuff that I've done in my own words again curating that image of how I want people to be me so I would say for anyone who's really serious about kind of increasing their personal brand I would suggest you create your own personal website it doesn't cost too much and it's a great kind of fun project to do as well I always say like it can be other things like just even your LinkedIn page making sure you update it I'm always surprised by the number of people who have like a photo that they're like was clearly 10 years ago it's not really clear like okay so you you just joined and now you're CEO like I just why don't you tell me what happened in between like or they just are not engaging with it like I, I think you do have to engage with the social media to keep it current and I think also I would also say nominating yourself and others for awards is a great way to increase your personal brand as well yeah firstly don't always wait for other people to nominate you but if you know you've worked hard on something nominate yourself but also nominate others as well because again those awards will be promoted by kind of large organizations and things like that and that can really showcase what people have done that's amazing i like this idea of nominating yourself yes don't wait for others don't always wait you know take the bull by the horns (laughs) yeah so you you've talked a bit about you know how you took some weeks off to work on your personal website and it sounds like that was sort of your discovery mode of what you wanted your personal brand to be right yes i think so it took a lot of thought work what kind of questions did you ask yourself when you were doing that the main question i 
would ask myself is just what three words did I want my brand to encompass and why? And I recognise that those were always going to be evolving and literally maybe month by month or year by year, but at least always just thinking generally what are the kind of words that I want to associate with my brand. And every time I post something, I'm like, does it associate with one of those words? And probably right now for me, those words are like fintech, community and careers. And if something isn't aligned on one of those, then probably don't need to post it. And it's probably confusing to the people that follow with me, follow me or engage with my content. So I would encourage people to ask that question, but also link it into your goals, right? So where do you want to be? My long-term aspirations is to like start my own fintech company. So it makes sense for me to be talking about that right now and kind of sharing the stuff that I'm reading and I guess my journey. And I, I'm always quite fond of this whole idea of kind of learning in public and you don't need to wait till you know everything because that's never going to happen but actually just kind of learning and sharing what you're learning as you go along the way I think the best people on social media are the people that share with others so that can be really powerful as well yeah and I really like what you said about sort of narrowing it down to three because with your personal brand right you, you don't want to represent too many different things because then again you're not really making it easy for people to sort of put you in that box and hand you over to someone right so I really like the fact that you talked about narrowing it down to three things what kinds of things would you advise someone so someone who wants to sort of build their personal brand what sorts of things could you say to them okay post about this online because sometimes people think okay I want to post more online but what do I actually post about again I would say have the areas or themes that you are interested in very clear but I would say there's different levels to it right so there's level one which is just actually you're too nervous to actually create any of your own content so just engage with the stuff that's out there already so whether it's your friends or colleagues or thought leaders in your space commenting on their articles and their what they're sharing and just supporting them retweeting or resharing their posts like you actually haven't created any content but you're showing that you're active so I, I do want to encourage people who are maybe just like oh I'm too nervous to share content actually you don't need to create anything yourself you can just share what other people people have created I do that quite often and then maybe if you're feeling a bit more bold then you can start using features such as like the blogging and writing your own content and then creating your own voice but I would always say as a society we need to get more comfortable with bad drafts no one remembers the worst tweet they've ever read or the worst blog post they've ever read they just kind of stop reading it and just move on but people always remember the greatest thing they've ever read or the best thing they've read that week and they're like oh share that with someone and I think to get to the greatest you don't do that by just kind of waiting so this one day and you're a perfect writer you actually just have to keep publishing and sharing and writing and society and people will help you tailor what resonates and what not doesn't so I think I would say on the whole brand building is quite an iterative process and it is a bit of kind of trial and error a b testing and seeing what works for you as well yeah I would also say on top of all of that don't be too stressed by it like social media by its very design is constant it's every day it's all the time but do what works for you if you can only log on to linkedin once a week for half an hour that's cool just make sure you do it and that works for you i think it's more just when people are like oh i really want to do it but a year goes by and yet your linkedin page looks the same yeah it's all about taking those baby steps isn't it and exactly as you said finding what works for you some people can post like every day and that's great but even if it's you posting once a week or like as you said logging in 30 minutes and then sort of taking it from there taking those baby steps because it's making you consistent 
consistent, right? It's almost like you're trying to build a habit. Exactly, exactly. And that the best way to do it is by kind of progressive small steps. And I use kind of time blocking, calendar blocking a lot to make sure I stick to it. Absolutely. Love time boxing. All right. Thank you, Mary. Do you have any other top tips for sort of building your network online? I would just really encourage people to see the value in building a personal brand, understand which platforms they want to have a presence on and dedicate the time required to update them and keep them updated and relevant. Otherwise, it starts to be a bit pointless. But understand what good looks like for you. Definitely pick the three words that identify and summarize your personal brand and why. And yeah, those would be the main things. Kind of just know what works for you and stick to that and not feel pressurized by what other people are doing because they aren't you and they're not maybe even speaking about the same topics or three words as you. Absolutely. Being patient with ourselves is so key. I feel like someone needs to just wake us up every day and be like, be patient, be kind to yourself. honestly all right great thank you so much Barry. it was great to have you on the show loved it thank you so much if you want to join our community of black women and women of color to talk more about this topic then follow our linkedin or instagram page i'd love to hear from you to read the show notes for this episode go to theworldinherwords.com take good care of yourself <laughs>